0: Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lions Share Podcast. It is the Lions versus the Bears this week. It is walk-through Wednesday. Two weeks left, folks. We've got 32 more NFL regular season games to close out this year until the playoffs. We will talk about what the Lions have to do this week to maybe, maybe, barely have a chance at the playoffs. And we will talk about the rest of the NFL playoff picture and predict each game and this one's getting contentious folks three games separate us that is Andrew and I in our big year long records recap so three games left folks across 32 more games will Andrew be able to fill the gap I don't think so but we'll see we'll see how confident are you feeling Andrew week 17 of the season
1: Uh, my confidence ability and filling gaps is through the roof so that means uh this is going to be another cakewalk.
0: Okay. Okay. You 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 dropped one game last week. So um, interesting strategy to lose to go to, to to go from two games out to three games out.
1: Minor setbacks. You know the rest.
0: Have we talked about what a, what a tiebreaker scenario would be for us?
1: Well, I don't believe we've discussed the uh, that situation.
0: I thought about it in my head a little bit. We could maybe do something with the playoffs. I don't know. We would have to pick the first round of the playoffs until we till we get a winner till we uh, yeah till we rock yeah we'll
1: have yeah. to go afc nfc
0: something i was thinking in my head yeah, we, could, well. we could do like a survivor thing but that sounds like too much work for me personally
1: yeah i'm good with the playoff pool
0: okay okay adjourned um sorry i i feel like i kind of cut you off in the last episode about the gingerbread man how men uh, i think it was men if i may correct myself how did that turn out for you in your baked um, your blizzard baking
1: uh, I believe it uh, the gingerbread men got cut short there's no gingerbread in sight ended up just being rice crispy trees a little powdered sugar and green mm. frosting and uh, some peanut butter brownies
0: very nice very nice um, what remains of those to this date
1: not a thing
0: classic that's what I like to hear Um,
1: It's December 28th, sir. You think that Christmas food was going to last?
0: Nope. Um, I never would have thought ever. Um, One thing I was going to mention in the last episode about my Christmas was we played Mind the Gap. Um, I know I think we talked off air and I think you've not heard of it. Um, But for anybody looking for a good game to play with a group or the family, check out Mind the Gap. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a TLDR on it. It is four generations so working backwards um gen z millennial gen x and boomer so um you basically go around the board like any board game and uh, each section is specific to each respective um generation so if you're in the boomer generation for example you would obviously do well in the boomer section and if you're in millennial you do well in that right you should know best your own generation. But it's fun if you get like four people or more and create teams and then you've got representatives from each generation. You can kind of, um, you know, formulate an answer for each question. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It gets hot. It gets contentious. It's a good game. Um, So check out Mind the Gap for those gamers out there. Uh, It will make for good fun, good long fun. And uh, let's transition right into a segue. Perfect segue. We're going to call this, call this segment, fill in the gaps. We're going to talk about everything we missed from Sunday to now or things that we didn't get to on Sunday. First thing I have up on uh, on the list, and this should have been maybe the thing I led off with, but um, I digress. Um, we're sorry, Tua. We didn't realize when we named the last episode, Tua turned, turned the ball over, that he did in fact have a concussion. I don't know why I'm laughing. He did in fact suffer a third concussion of the year. Um, that's three and four months, uh, three and 15 games, I think is the count. So um, not looking good for Tua there. Um, we'd like to, as a podcast, rescind our comments that were made about Tua and his performance in the second half. Um, because if you compare his numbers before the concussion and after, uh, it's it's not, it's it's lights out. It's night, night and day different. Um, I think the Packers should have to surrender that win. It was an illegitimate win. If Tua plays that whole game, we're talking about a Dolphins victory and the Packers are eliminated. But let's rescind those now, comments. Th-
1: now this all this being said, it, it is a great nickname. And yes. uh, it will be stashed for future use. So,
0: yes, of course. But let me Tua just
1: strap in till, that name is coming for you, buddy.
0: So let me ask you this then. Fact or fiction 2 will play again this year. Fiction. Okay. So part 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 dose of that question would be is are you saying fiction because you think the dolphins don't make the playoffs or are you saying fiction because you think Tua is not going to get let back out there by the doctors
1: so the latter of that there's no okay. way with with the like basic rule change that we had midseason strictly before Tua uh there's no way they let him back in this year
0: okay that's fair that's fair um the other thing i had comment wise um was that the Bucks are still alive. The Buccaneers got the win against the Cardinals on Monday night. Um, or was it Sunday? Am I getting my days mixed? It was Sunday. Sorry. Sunday night. Um, Monday night was Chargers-Colts. Um, uh, and so, man, I just got to say the Bucks are bad. And I think that comes as no surprise to anybody. But I, they do not deserve a playoff. They play so badly. And that was against the Cardinals team that was playing for nothing at this point. And they nearly lost it
1: so bad, and they won. They forced J.J. Watt into retirement. Yeah, which might be the saddest bit of it all. But I mean, yeah, they play a very slow, um, non-satisfying, sad brand of football. Um, at least the Panthers in their division play exciting football, and who's to say yeah. how much excitement we gave up? But game to game, if you look at the Panthers, are arguably much more exciting than. Than the Bucks and the Bucks, mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, I Tom Brady and all, so you can't, you can't really count them out. But my God, is it just hard to watch sometimes?
0: It is. That's exactly the way I would put it. And and lucky us, we get to watch the puck, uh, the pucks, <laughs> the, the Panthers play the Bucks this week, and uh, we'll talk about what our prediction is for that, and when we get to that segment. But that 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 one's a toss up for sure. I know it's in Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay, so um, that changes things a little bit, but. Yeah, it's still a toss-up, and the Saints can can stay in the hunt if they get a win over the Eagles this week. That'll be a tough one. We'll get to that as well. Are
1: we going to Are we gonna debate the Saints? Are we going to talk about the Saints at any point in time? Let's what talk is, about it during
0: the segment. eh?
1: What's going on? Why is James not playing? I don't know. I'll hold it, but that's just keep... Well, just think about that question until we get there.
0: Yeah, and I'll hit you with this as a rebuttal. Um, do you think Sean Payton's coming back as a Saints head coach?
1: I'll save it for when we talk about the site
0: Okay. Nathaniel Hackett definitely not coming back. We had that firing come across the board um, after the showing on the Nickelodeon channel. Um, yeah, not a good showing for them against the Rams, and the writing was has been on the wall for Mr. Nathaniel Hackett for a while now, um, but now officially gone. Um, let's just hope they don't start eyeing um, Ben Johnson for that role. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah. I I do know one of Ben's press conferences. It kind of was alluded to, and uh, I believe the first thing he said about it is, I'm, "I'm just not even gonna touch touch the subject right now. That's not something I don't I want to even think about right now." Which is yeah, that's the word. Uh, which is awesome to hear, though. Um, although I will be proud of him if he gets it. He deserves it. Very sad to see him go. Uh, I think he's building something really special where he's at right now.
0: Agreed. I don't think
1: I don't think they'll
0: take him, but he's definitely gonna probably be an interview candidate this, this offseason. And uh we surely hope that he sticks around and continues to build on what he can build on here in Detroit, at least for a little bit longer. Um I you know who I feel bad for? Who would that be? Nick Foles, man. Did you watch much of that game?
1: No, I didn't. I watched oh, none man, of it.
0: Man, Nick Foles like Credit to him for getting going out there starting for the Colts, but three interceptions and they weren't pretty. And uh poor guy is just yeah it's time for him to probably hang him up as well. Um and you just you just can't help but think back of those special days in Philly when he's catching touchdown passes in the Super Bowl and what a moment that was for him. But I'm now, just
1: gonna say at least he has that
0: moment. Yeah. Now so far removed from that, he does not look good in the blue backs of the Colts uniforms, and nor do the Colts in general. Um, I guess, I don't know if he's starting again this week, or I don't think they go back to Matt, um, Matty Ice, but um, yeah, the Colts got to figure something out there long-term. I just just feel bad for him, that's all I had to say. I mean,
1: they still got to get their coaching situation down long-term. I mean, that's another spot Ben Johnson can land.
0: Yep, and there will be others as well. Um, You know, every year... The NFL is good for about five or six. It seems like each offseason.
1: Every week, we're one week closer to firing week.
0: Oh, Black Monday, as they call it.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. So let's talk about the Lions then. Um. Real quickly before we preview this Bears matchup. Um. Going into the season, um. For you longtime listeners out there, we had our big prediction show the week before the NFL season started. Andrew's prediction was nine, seven, and one. So, um, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, mathematically impossible to get to nine, seven and one, but they can get get to nine wins. They can get to nine wins and maybe there is a tie in there still. I hope not. Um, but, um, let's just consider Andrew's prediction as nine wins to keep it simple. He, he of course had to do something out of the box and put a tie in there. Um, and I was eight (laughs) and nine. So that's also going to be good theater as well as our records across the NFL predictions week by week. That will also be good theater. Um, Us, you know, who was, who was more right on the lines? Cause we've got two games left. So the lines could get to nine wins and they could win one of the two and get to eight or they'll lose two and stay at seven. But um surely one of us will be closer than the other here. And uh, that will be good theater going into the last two weeks for you folks out there. You shareholders, Let's talk about the game. Um, Right off the bat storyline for me is Bears have not won a game since October. Um, They have gone eight straight games, full tank mode. But Justin Fields is still Justin Fields and one to watch out for. He is dangerous, folks. Dangerous. Andrew, you called for the Bears to muster up one more win this year, and it has not happened yet. Obviously, it's eight straight losses. And I think two weeks ago you made that claim. So um, with two games left against the Lions and now, well, the Lions this week and then the Vikings to end things out, you're not telling me that that one win from this Bears team is is this week, are you?
1: I really hope not. God, I really, you don't see it happening against the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings just don't show up next week like the Lions did this week, but These are the games. These are the real trap games. Carolina was something else, but these are the interdivisional tough games that I mean, nobody in division usually quits. They're always tight games. Um, I really hope this isn't the spot where they get their, their next win. Even if it is, even if the lions don't win another game this season, I'm really proud of the way this team hung in there, fought from one in six, dug themselves out of a hole and, and they're, In the situation they are now for a young team, I think that's huge to build on. Um, I do think they are going to be absolute menaces this week. Uh, Chicago might get beat up pretty bad. Uh, I know Dan Campbell isn't happy, and I'm sure a lot of these other hungry young guys are not happy either, and uh, they're going to want some vengeance for last week.
0: Yeah, listening to some of the press conferences this week, they're saying all the right things. Other coaches, players, they're saying all the right things like, you know, putting last week behind us and we're focused on this week and, you know, getting things right back um, to what they were during the six of seven stretch. Um, so, so far saying all the right things. I'm, I'll be curious to see what they actually bring to the table against the Bears. The good news is it's at home, folks, and tickets are $110. How many of these games in the last couple of weeks have we heard Andrew and I say $9, $23, $10, $15? Uh-uh, here. Not at Ford Field, folks. Lions fans don't mess around. Unlike some, uh, fan bases out there, uh, the Lions fan base is strong and Ford field is never a cheap ticket no matter the game. Um, and certainly a, a one down the stretch here with a chance for the playoffs. Um,
1: not going to get in there cheap. To, that is something to take note of though, for real, like, uh, this year's attendance at all the home games selling standing room ticket only, um, it's it's honestly showing that the city is behind Dan and the changes they're making, um, so maybe we can inch forward to no more same old lions. And I don't know if it's the brand new lions, the new look lions, what we're rolling with, but I love it.
0: So many things, so many things. This team's so hungry, it seems, and the coaching staff alike, the fans certainly hungry as well. Just so desperate for something to cheer about. Um, you know, we talked about it in past episodes. The rest of the Detroit programs. In other sports, not not the hottest either. The Pistons way down. The the Red Wings are trending up. The Tigers are who knows with the Tigers. They're in the rebuild mode as well. Um, kind of flat at this point. Um, but them and the Pistons both both at low bar. Red Wings seem to be the, the team on the rise and the Lions as well. So the team, the city of Detroit, the Motor City is hungry. That's for sure. Um, mentioned that Detroit is at home here. Um Injury-wise, Kirby is battling a back. Kirby Joseph, that is, yep. um, battling a back. He is questionable for Sunday's matchup. We don't have game designations yet, um, but that would be a big one to have in the secondary. Reynolds and Cabinda on the offensive side of things are sick with illnesses. They did not practice today. Um, likely will be closer to a game time call there with the illness, you never know. Um, but perhaps with Reynolds out, maybe we'll get a little bit more JMO action um as he as he continues to try to build his role. Um last week I think he was only in on twelve snaps or thirteen snaps. So not a not building him in the offense yet. Um so I'd like to see him back at home here, back where he got his first touchdown on that first catch. I'd like to see him get uh, more involved. That's one of my pose this week. Um, if I may go into the pose. Um And, uh, yeah, so but we'll see with Reynolds um, if he's ready to go on Sunday. On the other side of the ball, oh, this is always a tough one. St. Brown's brother, Equinemius St. Brown, with a concussion,
1: uh, still in protocol. I was going to bring this up if you didn't get to it. Such a sad time for the St. Brown family that uh, when they do play together, which is nice, they get it twice a year, but one of these they're not going to have uh, one of the brothers playing so sad sad look for the family but you know if uh, he wants to travel across the pond and be a lion as well I we'd be happy to have him as well
0: oh man imagine the St. Brown brothers the the twins in the backfield Not not literal, they're not literally twins though right
1: no they're not they're just brothers imagine just brothers. converting him to a,
0: to a DB though since we're oh, stacked man.
1: in the wide receiver room.
0: oh right yeah I it would make for a great story. Make um, him a ball. It, it, already, it already is a great story with that combined jersey that his mom was wearing, or that both the parents <laughs> were wearing. Both of them. It's incredible. Um, on the other side, well, not on the other side, but um, the, another in the wide receiver room for the Bears too. Claypool has a knee. He also did not practice. Uh, I think we, he's
1: done for the season, isn't he?
0: I think so, but they still are listening. is questionable. So, it, I, I've heard both. I've heard both claims.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, really, what's the point of putting him out there right now other than get more reps with Fields? Still, you know, um, trade deadline acquisition, crazy. so still not a full combo.
1: And speaking of Fields, crazy that they're even deciding to play him these last two games instead of resting him. Uh, the old long-time Lion brought that nugget up to me today. Uh, with the aggressiveness of the Lions' defense, because they play that bend-don't-break, break i Fields just better be careful, and uh, I forget their coach now, but better be careful, better make sure there's the right decision to play him. Matt Eberflus? Thank you, Eberflus. Such a tough name to remember. <laughs> I couldn't spell it. You better hope that's the right decision, though, because if he gets hurt, and the Lions do tend to lay the wood on their heads, if he gets hurt, that might be a career for him.
0: Matt Eberflus, E B R. FLUS Iberflues. Um no spelling be here today folks. Um yes you you're right. That is a good point. Let's hope that the Lions get a nice big lead and then they 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 um sit them down. They sit fields for that reason and you know that would be a nice nice little coast game for both teams. The the, the Bears as I said pretty much in tank mode at this point. Got a top 3 pick. I don't think they want to mess that up, but at the same time you know they're going to be fighters. You know what they're going to get. It was a close one the last time around. Um, this was kind of the second game of the Lions turnaround. They, they won the Packers game and then they went over to Soldier Field and uh, were two and six against the last in the matchup last against the Bears. Uh, if you remember, they didn't play great. Um, think back, this was the game Mitch was at, Mitch before he was on the show. Mitch um, was at this game not feeling great about it. Um, you know, uh, the infamous renounced fandom game. Um, and then they come back from 14 down in the fourth quarter and come back and win. I think I remember correctly our halftime capsules weren't great that game. I think I was maybe a little bit more positive than you. I think you were down bad. <laughs> I um, think I was
1: having TV issues. That yes, week.
0: I think that was it too. I think it was a combined thing, and you were just you were not happy with the performance that was being put on the field, and uh, it was it was rightfully so. I think I was just a little bit more excited because the fact that it was a close game and they weren't playing great. And then they they finally kick it into gear with three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I believe it was the, the, uh, three scores in the fourth quarter. Um, in a game they didn't play perfect, this was the one that kind of felt like, a, felt like meaningful in that way. I said that on that recap that Sunday. I just felt like it was good to see them win a game where they didn't play all that great and just grinded it out on the road. You know, there was concerns about them on the road as well. That was Dan's first road win. And I can't remember the stat. What was the... Do you remember, Andrew, the stat? It was like... His first road win, not his first road win as a coach. I don't coach. know how many. Was it his first? Yeah,
1: win? no,
0: it might have been. It
1: was. Yes, not as the lion. Well, as the Lions yes. coach, not as a coach. He Did it within Miami. But let us not forget, this game uh, was also Justin Fields's uh, coming out party.
0: Yes, it was. This was uh, 147 guard. yards rushing.
1: Wow. Okay, I was gonna say this is the game where he first showed the league that his legs are for real. And I think he also threw a couple decent balls on us as well. So he kind of put the whole package together uh the first time we saw him. And it was his first one of the year. I don't think he continued it all throughout the game. And you know, that's that yeah, so we got some defensive touchdowns. We got that was the other crazy stat, our first um, pick 6 in how long? I, I that was a crazy stat. Since as well.
0: 2018 or 17? Or 19 something years. like that. It was three yeah, years, it was I think. It was, like it was 19, I think. Three okay. years.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was some crazy stat for the pick six.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the Okuda. That was one that was crucial in the time where the Bears were backed up in their own like 20, maybe even inside the, their own 20, and they throw that pick six to Okuda. Really, really pushed it on at that point because they had a score right before that, I believe. The Lions did a touchdown, and then that was... Um, that was a big one in that game to, to really shift momentum at that point. And yep. um, yeah, you're right. Fields had a kind of like a 50, 50, and he had like 160 some yards passing and 147 yards rushing. It's almost a balanced, even attack from him, but you're right. He did have some throws um, and luckily he had some bad throws too. And and that pick was that result of that. Um, so that leads me into my pose first and for, for, foremost, obviously you got to contain fields and, um, I'm hoping for less than 100 yards. That might be wishful thinking. Obviously, 147 last time, so I think it's got to be less than that. My hope is let's contain him for under 100 yards rushing, make the arm do the beating.
1: Let us not forget, I know he said he was going after the single season rushing record for a quarterback, so I don't know where he's at in terms of that, but if he's close, he's going to push for it this game.
0: Yeah, he will too. Um, that's for sure. He's he's that kind of guy, and he's got two games left. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure he is approaching that. Um, I'm not sure the number off the top of my head, but let's let's keep let's not be the team that lets him do it. That's what I'll say. Let's not be that emphasis on our defense. Um, aside from that, Poe number two um, along the same lines. They got a turnover last game against him with one interception. Let's get at least one, if not two plus here. Um, Okuda with the big one last time needed an interception or a field's fumble. I feel like that's prime for the taking for a nice fumble, sack fumble from Houston, um, Aiden, Bugs, uh, McNeil, somebody, Kaminsky, somebody, let's force a fumble this week and maybe get an interception as well. That'll make this a easy er victory for the Lions if they can get two turnovers or more uh, and then stay clean on the other side of the ball. Of course, time of possession as always, And uh, on offense, I'd like to see them get over 100 yards rushing. I've been asking for this for a while. Um, Combined, they've had a couple weeks over 100 throughout their three-headed monster at running back. Um, Last game against the Bears, they had 95 yards rushing as a team. I would like them to get over 100 this week. Continue to get the ball to your wide receivers, your weapons. Um, St. Brown had 10 catches for 119 yards last matchup, so I'd like to see more of that as well. Mr. Consistent, Sun God. I'd like to see him get, um, yeah, increase that over a thousand yards um, last week. Uh, Andrew, you did mention that in the last episode as well. And um, let's, let's, let's keep him on the streak and uh, let's keep him involved with Reynolds questionable. As I stated earlier, I'd like to see Jamo more involved. He's at home. He knows that field. He's gotten comfortable with it. Um, I'd like to see him get involved. I think he gets involved this week with a couple more catches and maybe a touchdown. Um, but, Emphasis on running the ball. Get back to a more balanced attack on offense. Indoors, familiar stadium. Got to get it done. Lions.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, my first Poe is going to be the turnover battle. I say it every single week. You need to win the turnover battle. That's what they did in their 6 of 7, was it, uh, yep. stretch that they went on. That's what they did in all of the wins. They won the turnover battles. So that's where they need to be for me first and foremost. Uh Second is I just want to see a good offensive game plan like we've seen most of the year. There's no reason to stop it now. Uh, creative play calls, as long as long drives with plays to set up other plays, it's it's very neat to watch that as a fan. Uh, so to continue your creativity on the offensive side of the ball, in defense, continue to bend, don't break. You got off of your uh, game plan of what you've been doing the past month, two months almost really you got off of that last week they just need to find that same game plan shut down fields you're 100 percent right fields is first and foremost make him beat you with the arm um, aiden hutchinson he needs to do exactly what he did the last time we saw these guys he stayed home on screens i think that's the other thing this team's gonna try to to murder us with eight yard screen passes Center left right all mm-hmm. game, so shut those down. Those are my big ones for this week. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, it's really you're at home, you got beat bad last week. It's take care of business week once yeah. again.
0: No, no excuses this week. I, I, no nope. excuses any week, but no it's excuses indoors. this week. It's
1: not cold anymore,
0: it's indoors at home, good crowd behind you, uh, a divisional team that is slumping. No excuses for giving them um even even a chance in this game um with with the eight game losing streak. Don't be the team that that lets them bring um one one into the one into the offseason. Um as Don't we said Lions their
1: first win of twenty twenty
0: three. That's what well, no. Well yes, it would be twenty twenty three, wouldn't it? A good call. One. I was for some reason I was thinking the game was on New Year's Eve. I'm thinking of the Michigan game, but um, <laughs>
1: is, no sure.
0: Saturday <laughs> games this week, folks. We we were back to the full Sunday slate. Well, Thursday and Monday as well, but the full Sunday slate. Uh, it's going to be chock full this week. Lions favored by home or favored by home, favored at home by six here. Um, probably one of their biggest um, point spreads of the year as far as being favorites. I would say. Um, I know they had some games where they were favored um, by three or or smaller, but this has got to be the highest one of the year. Don't quote me on that, folks. Um, got to be. Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma on the call this week. No Chris Myers, thank God. And uh, why don't we go right into predictions then? It's pretty simple for me. I've got the Lions here. Uh, they went against me last week. That one hurt, but I'll tell you why. I think the turnaround really took a hold against the Bears the last time. As I stated earlier, Lions were 2-6 and six in the last matchup. They didn't play great, and they and they got back on track with this game. Um, had had built the two-game winning streak with the last one they had against the Bears. So, at home, take care of business time to get, time to, kind of day. No excuses, as we stated. I've got the Lions here by 20.
1: I've also got the Lions right hand-in-hand hand with you. Um, take care of business game. Said it a million times. But this is also the prove-it-to-themselves game. This is also the first game where we have Dan Campbell... Um, obliterating his team in the national spotlight. Usually he's behind him and everything you saw the handshake said, you guys absolutely destroyed us. Heck of a game to the other coach. Um, I don't want to be in that locker room. I don't think I want to be in that locker room all week, listening to Dan and reminding me of the loss. I think these guys come out determined. They're going to do what their motto has been all year, have loads of grit. And they're going to, I think they're going to, They might actually stomp the Bears here. It might get ugly.
0: Oh, an old-fashioned Sioux stomp?
1: Oh, not that far,
0: but okay, close.
1: Okay, Okay. metaphorical.
0: Let's 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 uh, let's not get suspended or or fined in this game. Do everything within the lines. Everything within the lines. Yes, that's it. Um, so let's talk about the rest of the matchups. You and I both have lines. Let's talk about Week 17. What's left of this year? Obviously, the playoff picture is getting um, a little bit more formed in the AFC. It's um, it's pretty well locked up in the AFC. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Chargers all have clinched. So that's six teams clinched. And uh, you've got the two open slots. One of those will be the Jags or the Titans guaranteed because of the winner of that division. So that leaves one more spot open for either the Dolphins, Patriots, or Jets at this point. Um, Steelers still have an outside chance. But uh, it's probably between those three teams. And lucky enough, Dolphins pay, play the Patriots this week. So um, that will give us a, 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 a much clearer picture on that. In the, on the NFC side of things, of course, the Lions division or uh, conference, Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys have all clinched. That's five clinched teams. That means there's three spots. So the NFC is wide, more wide open. Um, so there's two open slots um, and then, of course, the Buccaneers, Saints, or Panthers divisional berth is, is available. So those one of those three teams will take it for the South. And then that leaves the Giants, the Commanders, the Seahawks, your Detroit Lions, and uh, unfortunately the Packers vying for those other two spots. Um, the Giants have the Colts this week. The, the Commanders have the Browns. The Seahawks have the Jets. And the Packers have the Vikings. So if you're a Lions fan, this is your rooting schedule for this week. Obviously, Lions, get the, get the dub over the uh, over the Bears, first and foremost. Need that. Then we need a Colts win over the Giants, even though they're looking ugly. Um ugly. Would, ha- would help things out if we can get some help from Nick himself, Nick Foles. And the Commanders have the Browns. Um, hate to be rooting for Deshaun, but it is what it is. And then the Jets, we would like to see a win over the Seahawks. Luckily enough, Mike White is back. And then the Packers play the Vikings. The other two divisional matchups of the NFC North, the other two teams are playing each other as well. So records-wise, I am 122-87. Uh, and 87. Andrew sits at 119-90. Three games separate us with 32 games left. Folks, place your chips as you may. Who do you got as the lead horse going in the last two weeks of the season? It's going to be contentious as we stated. And we've got a full slate of games this week. 16 of them. Let's go through them each real quick. Cowboys versus Titans. Derrick Henry, doubtful. Eight others out for Tennessee. Six of them on defense. Um, I've got no other option here but to go with the Cowboys. I know it's a little bit like a sneaky game for the Titans at home on a short week. The Cowboys... um, off a big win against their division foe, the Eagles. So it kind of makes me want to go with the Slytons, but um, all signs point to the Cowboys here, especially with Derrick Henry being doubtful and probably not playing and uh, all those undri- other injuries. Tannehill also helped.
1: Yeah, this is a really, really weird game. The Titans are just so bad. Tannehill's still out. It's, Malik Willis doesn't look good. I got to take the Cowboys as well uh, but. but it just the titans look so bad and they, the cowboys look i mean they look good they don't look like world beaters they look no. good but the titans just look so bad right yeah. now i've got to yeah. go cowboys here
0: yeah the cowboys are just inconsistent you know they had that game against the jaguars where they yeah it's just it's, it's hard to say week to week they're a little bit different i think this week they've they've got it figured out um against a slight um a slumping titans Cardinals versus Falcons. This is the Who Cares game of the week. No, <laughs> no, no implications. Both these teams um, um, eliminated from the playoffs. Um, the Cardinals, as are we stated, are are bad on the road. So I've got the Falcons. Tickets
1: as low as twenty nine dollars to this game. Oh my God! Do you take the Falcons and even throw a wrench into the South, the NFC South, again? Or do you throw a bone to Trace McSorley and, uh, and the Cardinals? I'm going to for, – I forgot to say it on the top. My personal goal, I want no more than 100 losses or incorrect predictions on the year. Okay. I 10 to spare.
0: Okay. That's good. I am
1: going to take the Falcons with you on this one as well. Um, the Falcons just seem like a feistier team. They've been in a lot of their games, whereas the Cardinals just look like they were they've given mm. up. Kingsbury seems like he's given up on the team. It just—it all seems bad.
0: Yeah, they had a decent showing against the Bucs, and that made me kind of want to go with the Cardinals here. But they're so bad on the road. This one in Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. For that reason, I've got the Falcons, Broncos, Chiefs. This may be the don't overthink a game. Um, I've it game. I'm—I've got nothing much more to say about this. But I've got the Chiefs and the bathrooms not to get surpassed this week.
1: Yeah, I don't believe is Russell Wilson getting the start who cares Who I don't know who the interim is either uh Chiefs fans show you shows you the kind of fans Arrowhead has tickets are still 126 bucks for the lowest one so good for them definitely gonna take the Chiefs here though uh just embarrassing team the Broncos
0: yeah nothing more to say about them every game of theirs should be on Nickelodeon that's how much of a joke it is (laughs) Dolphins versus Patriots big one here this one's a toss up um but Tua is out with the concussion. Bridgewater is in for that reason, um, and it's in Gillette. So for those reasons, I've got the Patriots.
1: Dude, this is a real tricky scenario, though. Do you take the pay, the Dolphins in a five-game losing slump to end the season, the, really?
0: The trend is your friend, Who, right?
1: Who's the backup quarterback again? Teddy Bridge. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Bridgewater. I think yes. Mr. Bridgewater is going to get them to nine wins. I'm going to go Dolphins. I don't think they win or lose five in a row.
0: Teddy he bridge over troubled water gets him there. I
1: do. wow, God, you were just yeah. a menace. I I, I
0: uh. like Teddy. I like Teddy. I think he can very much be the quarterback that gets him the win here. Um, I, think I just think the Dolphins' defense is just nothing too special, and uh, the Patriots' offense nothing too special either with Matt Patricia. But I think the better of the bad here. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give the the edge to the Patriots being at home. And uh, the Dolphins in cold weather, once again, uh, it's not going to be favorable for them. So uh, this
1: is our first misstep of the the week.
0: Circle this one, folks. Colts versus Giants. This one's got implications for the Lions. Would love to see a Giants loss here. Um, Not the biggest implication game for the Lions, but one of them. Uh, And the Colts are missing a quarterback, missing an action for that reason. Unfortunately, I've got to go with the Giants.
1: Yeah, you got to go with the Giants. They're on the uh, Colts are also on the road as well. Shocking that they're only a six point dog on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, once again, the, the Giants trending in the wrong direction. The Colts did have an uptick when Jeff got in, Mister Saturday himself, and since that, they've just been on a nowhere train. Yeah. After the Vikings loss, uh, they gave up the second half points. After that one, there's been a it's been going nowhere. So uh, give me the Giants, unfortunately, for the Lions hopes.
0: Yeah, on a, on a one-way train to nowhere for them. Saints versus Eagles. This one's in Philly. Jalen Hurts still not practicing. Um, we really don't have an indication on whether or not he'll play. Um, I think the Saints cannot run the ball, and uh, it's supposed to rain a lot in this game. Um, but maybe the rain is all on Saturday, not Sunday. So they may may be cleared by the time this game is played. I think if it's a rain game, it's the Eagles all the way. Um, if there is no rain, I think the Saints have a chance. But I'm gonna stick with the lead, uh, lead dog Eagles, the best team in the league record-wise. I wanted to go Saints, but I got the Eagles.
1: Well, I still do have the Saints to win the NFC South, so I got to take my old Saints. They are going to be marching this week. The Eagles are really just kind of over their hump. They're just going to get everybody healthy and roll into the playoffs. That's that's my prediction for what they're going to do. Um, you pose the question, do I think Sean Payton will be the coach of the Saints come this time next year? No, I don't believe he does. Um, you've got other jobs that are going to be available Broncos is already available. The Colts is already available. Uh, The Texans, is that going to be available? I think the Buccaneers job is probably going to be available as well in there. I think there's some good uh, landing places for Sean Payton. I don't think it's back
0: to New Orleans. The rumor of the week was him back to New Orleans, and he was going to bring Tom Brady with him.
1: Really? That would change yeah. everything.
0: That would change everything. That would be that would be a movie storybook ending for, for Tom Brady if he goes in division to the Saints and Sean Payton comes out of retirement to coach the Saints. Can't script that kind of stuff.
1: And who reported this?
0: Oh, I heard I it was on the Pat McAfee show.
1: Okay. I don't I, know if it, I buy it.
0: It's probably not a a, a, a going to happen, but it's more of like a clickbait thing. Uh I it, it we'll see in this offseason. Panthers versus Buccaneers. We've got the other part of this division here. The Buccaneers and the Panthers. So Buccaneers at home. Panthers are the scrappier team, man. And the Bucs do have just not looked good. But alas, I'll still go with the Bucks.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna do the payoff chaos, man, with the Panthers this week. I think the Panthers are gonna win this. Saints are gonna win theirs going to get all three of those teams to 7 and 9 going into week 8 Ugh. and it's just absolute disaster who can get to 8 wins first and make the playoffs
0: that's the fun scenario i i'm all for it I don't not for my record wise but i'm all for it otherwise um implication game here ding 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 browns versus commanders uh commanders also don't know who their quarterback is it's back to Carson Wentz again and uh, the Browns, I I just I don't know what to think of the Browns. But um, to help the Lions out, I'm going to take the Browns here.
1: Looks like we're going to have a 57 degree cloudy day in Landover, Maryland for this game. I, as much as I don't want to root for the sixth son of a B and to Sean Watson and the Browns, I think I have to give it to Brown and the Elf here. Uh, the Commanders look so bad. After I saw that press conference from Ron Rivera after, that, after last week's game, I just kind of knew the, the commander's season was over from the, that point. So for that reason, after watching that press conference, I have to go with my boys and the Browns this week.
0: The Browns. Jaguars versus Texans. Uh, Jaguars on the rise trying to get the crown in the AFC South. Need a win here. Um well I think regardless of the win loss here it still comes down to their game their matchup against the Titans next week but I'm going to stick with the Jaguars here the Titan- Texans um got to two wins but I think they're approaching their they ceiling it. here so um Jaguars are the better team.
1: Yeah the Texans still haven't won a game at home this week this year. These tickets are only $17 and shame that they're that high. Really? Um, I, am going to ride Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They look good. They look like they're humming. Uh, they need to win this to give themselves a shot at the playoffs. And I think they come to play.
0: Yep. I agree. Doug Peterson's going to have them rolling 49ers versus Raiders. We've got the 49ers here. Stidham more like Stidham. He's starting over Derek Carr. Um, Raiders <laughs> trying to figure anything out at this point in the season. Um,
1: This is a previous job of what Hackett did. You're taking the 49ers? Yes. Oh, man, I thought you wanted to talk about it a little more. Uh, uh, Josh McDaniels is pulling the old uh, Nathaniel Hackett, tossing your quarterback in there. He's doing the Jeff Saturday. Let's see if this works. It's not a pretty sight. Um, I did hear a crazy stat. I couldn't believe this is true. Like Something like only five targets or three targets to Devontae Adams in the second half of games, that wow. is just a disgusting stat to hear. Yeah, you've got to have him more involved. He's pretty good, huh? Yeah, he's good. He's I'm, okay. I'm also going to take, take the Niners. and Ooh. just kind of implied on this one the black hole's is over.
0: Oh, man. You were them all season long, and now you two weeks to go. You're done. Six, done with them. Six and nine. Kick them to the curb implication game once again jets versus seahawks as i stated stated earlier mike white is back that is good news for lions fans as we need a seahawks loss here jets are on the road in seattle here though that does concern me however i i'm uh i'm a believer in mike white i, I like the jets
1: yeah it's hard to say that the jets would lose out on the year um i think the team rallies around mike white now that he's back and you Know his determination to play. I think they rally around him, get him, them, get themselves one more win, lose
0: next week to end the season,
1: and <sighs> uh, call it a wrap for the Jets.
0: Nice, I like that. That's got a little two week prediction going on there. Um, yeah,
1: you got it. <laughs> Vikings,
0: Packers, the other side of the NFC North. Here's a little stat for you Packers 15 and 0 in the month of December under Matt LaFleur. Um, just take that Jets, as you will. Uh, and because people like are throwing it. that stat around, I've got the Vikings.
1: Oh baby, come on back to Earth. I love it. I'm gonna I'm hand in hand with you. FTP all the way. Uh Vikings on this one. They just the Vikings need our win close games, so just do it again for us, Vikings, yeah. please.
0: I think I'll add to this too, the Green Bay's getting the treatment that the Lions did. Um before the Panthers game where everybody's talking about them, talking about them being a playoff team. Like they've got a real good chance. You know, they can run the table and then um, get some help. And the Lions are in this playoffs pretty easily. Now the that has shifted to the Packers where it's they've just got to win two games and they need one loss and from the commanders. So um that that by virtue of that, I think the Packers are, are ready for a letdown here. Everybody's um in favor of the Packers here. But um yeah, I think the Vikings shock the world here as they've done all year, they win a close one and the Packers get eliminated from the playoffs.
1: Let's do it.
0: Chargers versus Rams. It. Yes. Manifest it. Chargers Thank versus you. Rams. I've got the Chargers here, but I I don't like what Baker Mayfield's cooking up there in, in LA because um, you know, we've got the matchup of LA here. Same stadium yeah, for this- both these teams
1: yeah who's got the home game right Um, who's going to have more fans
0: is the real question because both their fan bases suck the Cowboys probably be more Cowboys I've
1: got the Rams personally but uh, Bayfield I think is cooking something it's really disappointing to pick that the Chargers have clinched a playoff spot I think they absolutely quit and mail it in these last two weeks until they make it to the playoffs
0: I think they're building I think they've got something special going on here I think they get the win over the over the town rival and uh, help out that draft pick for the Lions because it is climbing after last week. They're all the way up to seven now, folks. It is Steelers Ravens no love loss game here. AFC North classic battle Sunday night football doesn't get better than this. It's going to be probably low scoring. They always seem to be. Um, Ravens won the first matchup, and I think this matchup's got season split written all over it. Almost every year they split one and one. So, I've got the Steelers here. Ravens are already in the playoffs. Um, Steelers clinging to a small, small chance. I think either way, um, they may know their destiny by the time this game plays. But regardless, I've got the Steelers getting a win here over their rivals.
1: I'm with you. We said this last week. These games are always fun to watch. Same with uh, steelers Bengals, but Steelers-Ravens always fun to watch as well. I think you're right. I think the Steelers are going to clinch one out. Uh, The Ravens don't have to do anything. They've clinched their spot. They just need to get Lamar healthy, get some other guys healthy as well. I think they're going to do the same thing as the Chargers and kind of just flop into the playoffs.
0: Okay. Okay. Final matchup of the week, Bills versus Bengals on Monday night. This is probably the best Monday night football matchup of the year. Two Blue Bloods in the AFC, two of the top teams, two of the top quarterbacks, young Gun stars out there. This one uh, I've got circled as game of the week. This one should be fun. Kind of an early playoff matchup here um, with two weeks left. Both these teams locked in the playoffs, but the AFC still open in terms of seating, so they're fighting for um, a little bit better seating in this game. Um, it's in Cincinnati, so by that standard, I've got to go slight edge to the Bengals here. I'm going to take the Bengals. I think Burroughs on a hot streak with Jamar. And um, I think these teams will match up again in the playoffs, but this round will go to the
1: Bengals. It is so crazy that you said that my literal notes for this game were edge to the Bengals strictly because of home field and all the weather, crazy weather that the bills have had to deal with. Um, I think the Bengals barely sneak this out. Um, I think, they're gonna have a wide receiver get hurt though as oh. they enter the playoffs. So we're gonna get a hurt receiver from the Bengals, but they're gonna win the game.
0: That is quite the claim. Look for that one, this folks, uh, this week on Monday night football. Um, let's let's yeah, that's that's all the matchups this week, folks. Let's talk real quick before we jump off this show. Let's talk college football. We used to talk about college football, then we had the little break. Well, it's back. We've got the college football playoff semifinals this week. On New Year's Eve, what better way to have a football day on Saturday but to have football into your New Year's Eve celebrations. Plan ahead, folks. Um, The Georgia-Ohio State game may bleed towards the midnight hour if you're in Eastern Standard Time. So just remember that for making your plans. Michigan versus TCU is the earlier game, 4 o'clock. Eastern, Um, Michigan obviously the favorite in that game. Georgia versus Ohio State. Georgia the favorite there. Um, And it feels like both these games could be blowouts, or at least um, wide margins of victories for two teams in particular. And for that reason, that just kind of scares me with two teams' clear favorites. That scares me a little bit because of how wild the college football world is generally. That's the only thoughts I have about
1: that. Well, not only that, but you have to take into account I mean, we talk about home field advantage in all sports, right? I mean TCU, I mean this games in Glendale, Arizona. You gotta go from Michigan to Arizona or Texas to Arizona, which one are you gonna take? I mean it's probably a long distance. I haven't Google maps it myself, but I mean you can only almost guess which crowd is gonna travel better here.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so, on New Year's Eve. Um I don't I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Like it meant something. It doesn't really mean anything for crowds, fan bases, but I guess yeah, some people have some time homers. off. Yeah, time off. People have time off. Michigan travels well anywhere though. They've got a lot of alumni across the the book the globe. So not concerned about that. Um just concerned about the fact that two of these these two matchups kind of seem like um like they're just gonna be too easy for both these teams and that the Michigan Georgia is the clear favorites and clear matchup of the two best teams, but um, it's just, it's, it's always wild in college football. Good to have it back on the, on the screens um, and uh, have a double double header this weekend between Saturday and Sunday between the college football and NFL. Um, So before we go, Andrew, I've got some homework for you. Um, Yay. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. That's that's the first time for everything folks Um, on Sunday's episode. Let's bring forth and shareholders alike. Let's bring forth your new year's resolution.
1: I love that. I love that. What would
0: you like to manifest into the next year? And uh, be thinking in terms of lions, not necessarily your own personal life. Like I'm Come gonna on. quit smoking. I'm not.
1: I'm never gonna quit smoking. I am not never going to quit smoking
0: i was not talking about you. I was talking to some shareholders.
1: I'll just let you know, cigarettes okay. will never, never leave my body.
0: Cigs inside. Um. So yeah. So be be ter- be thinking of terms of what you want to see from the lions, um, next season. As far as New Year's resolutions, what should the lions' New Year's resolutions be? I love oh, that. That's all I've got, folks. Hope you enjoyed Wednesday's episode. Thanks for all the support out there from all of you across the holidays as well. I know schedules get hectic. Thanks for joining us. And uh, look forward to a fun weekend of football. We've got college and NFL back again. Love that. Big matchups this week, big implications. Let's go, Lions. Until next time.
1: Have a safe New Year's, folks. Yeah. Don't get too drawn.